from his betrothal, she said softly, her brown eyes mighty sincere. It was awful nice of you, Roseanne. I merely nodded. Ah, I hardly knew what to say back to her. But what Rebecca added startled me even more. I wish you the same happiness. She lightly touched my hand. I couldn't help but smile, though I didn't see how that could possibly be given most all the fellas my age were already married or engaged. Somehow I held even the slightest bitterness toward her at bay, but little there was. No point in that. Kind of you, I said. Rebecca's shining face was a wunderbar good reminder that Silas and Rebecca are surely meant to wed. Honestly, I doubt I ever looked or felt so happy when I was engaged to him. Fine fellow though he is. Well, maybe I did for a time, but that's water over the wheel now. Before breakfast this morning, I was out behind Dot's barn, where the wind had flattened the snow cloaking the pasture land. I noticed deer tracks and followed them over toward Petersheim's property. My boots crunched into the frosty snow as I remembered the many wintry adventures Nick and I enjoyed growing up here on these heavenly acres. All those years together, we were each other's closest friend. And I admit to having wondered why my father, or whoever found the money tin buried down in the ravine, hasn't mentioned the letter I wrote one month ago, the one that revealed my feelings for our former bishop's son. I suspect it was Dot who somehow discovered the letter, although I'll probably never know. Even if he wasn't the one who removed it from Mom's old market box, not a soul in the community is fessed up to it. How awkward would it be if someone did? Sometimes I hope the Lord himself mercifully reached down and removed my impulsive letter from the battered tin. That would explain its disappearance for sure. I lie awake at night, hoping whoever did take it stopped before reading the letter clear through. Oh, what I wouldn't give to have my private thoughts about rebellious Nick locked away once again, safe inside my poor heart. Part One From Psalm 85, verse 10, King James Version Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Chapter One A brutal blizzard howled across Lancaster County in the night, dumping nearly a foot of snow on Salem Road and the surrounding farmland. The heavy snowfall quickly concealed the existing banks of crust and grime along the roadside. Icy ruts that ran between the stable and the barnyard were now hidden. Roseanne's oldest brothers, Joshua and Enos, hurried into the house from the barn along with Dot as snowflakes flew thick early Friday morning. The brims of their black felt hats were nearly white as the men came inside for hot coffee, Red-faced, their eyes alight at the aroma. Eagerly, they warmed their big, calloused hands around the cups, chattering in Deitch about the upcoming Gordonville Spring mud sale. 
Mom sat primly in her wheelchair, wearing a green shoring dress and long black apron, her brownish-blonde hair pulled back into a perfect round bun at the nape of her neck. Her cap was perched on her head, the strings draped over her shoulders. From time to time, she gazed lovingly at Dot where he sat beside the gas lamp on this dreary day. The winter solstice had brought with it exceptionally cold temperatures and plenty of snow, as foretold by the neighbor's chickens, which last fall had shed their feathers from the front of their bodies before the rest. Corn husks had been mighty thick at the harvest, too, and Aaron and Barbara Petersheim reported spotting caterpillars that were inky black at both ends last summer. All of that had indicated a severe start to the bleakest season. Quite unexpectedly, a bolt of lightning crisscrossed the snowy backyard from the west, ripping through the bitter...